Hello and welcome back to Unlimited Boundaries with Officer B, your host Lester Bailey. Today's talk, or my random thought, is going to be on abuse. There's so many different forms of abuse and I want to run through a few of them because they're on my mind and these are some of the things that we have to take care of and actually be more cognitive of what's going on around us. One of the main abuses that has ever happened is child abuse. And there's so many different forms of child abuse that are actually out there. It goes well beyond hitting a child where they're causing bruising, be it if it's from spanking or be it if it's from the parent using some type of weapon against a child or even some adults burning children. And I mean burning with cigarettes or some other form of fire. These abuses happen every day and they actually happen in the neighborhood in which you're living in. More often than not, as a police officer, I noticed so many types of abuse and have seen it because I worked in the school system for years and I used to see the kids come in with different abuses. One of the forms of abuse other than just the physical is, of course, the people who often talk to their children like they're grown adults. These kids may be only three, four, five, six years old. Some of them will say that they're teenagers, but their parents are talking to them as if they're adults and they're using horrible language in order to describe to them to stop doing something or they don't want them to do any physical thing, whatever that that physical thing is that they're doing. And you can hear them cussing them and telling them that they're no good and low down they don't deserve anything. You work too hard. Why don't you sit down and shut up? Stop talking. I don't like your dumb behind. I don't like your nasty self. They abuse them so mentally that it's very hard for a child to recover back from that. Physical abuse is something that you can see, but of course the mental abuse is even worse because when people put you down all the time, your self-confidence, the things that you want in your life, have a great tendency not to hold up. And it carries on until your young adulthood, even into your adulthood, that you don't have confidence and that you're so abused that you never think that you can achieve anything in life. And that's not true. It's one of those things that we don't like to talk about. And people don't like to talk about it because they think that it's natural, that everybody goes through that. But that's not the case and it's not true. When you're dealing with Physical abuse and mental abuse, it's different in every level of life. Of course, as a child, you don't know what else to expect. When you are a teenager, you tend to take it out on people more often. And you want to start having fights in school and having fights that are in your neighborhoods because you don't like them. And you see all of the different crime that's going on the street. So you believe that the world is like that and you don't see a change. You're not into any particular activities because the young child abuse didn't put you in anything that would kind of calm you down or start changing your mind. They didn't put you in music classes. They didn't put you in sports classes. They didn't put you in science tests and all of those other things. They helped themselves back from giving you that more. So now you get into young adulthood. And you're still in school. Some are in college and some are working. And some of you all are in relationships. And in relationships, you get into the physical and you get into the verbal abuse more often. Sometimes we call it an argument. And I don't want to say 
all arguments are abusive, but arguments tend to talk about the people and still kill your self-confidence. And it doesn't help you strive for anything more in life. You have a great tendency to still hold yourself back and say, I'm going to live through this. I can handle this. And yet it belittles you each and every time and you don't know what to do. Now, as for the physical spot, I have met people in my lifetime who, especially women, who made sure that they hid their bruises. They didn't want anybody to know that they had been hit. They, of course, said that they walked into a door or they hit themselves on a desk or they just bumped themselves on the wall and they didn't want to get this abuse. But yet they're wearing long sleeve blouses on a 95 degree day when it's hot and you can clearly see them perspiring and sweating real hard. They are trying to hide back some of those pains that they're having in life. And yet their abuser not just does it in the physical harm wise, but he also does it sexually. And he wants to turn around and take advantage of you. And women have a great tendency, especially sexually, they don't want to hurt their mate anymore. They want to stand down there and say, yes, I can, you know, I'll lay here for you. I'll lay and look at the sky. They're not getting excited. Their whole body is turning off. And it's a form of rape when you don't want sex. But you're so used to the physical abuse, you let that continue. Abuse of any sort, be it if it's verbal or it is physical, it should be reported to the police. Now, everybody doesn't want to report it to the police. If you're not going to report it to the police, stop trying to hide it from your best friend. Your best friend is the person that you tell. And when you're telling your best friend, you at least have someone who can corroborate a story in case this ever has to go to court. You need to journal down everything that has happened to you and stop believing that it's just me. You're not the only me that that person has done that to. You're just the next me. And yeah, I know you believe that you said something or you did something and you deserve that hurt, that pain. You did nothing to deserve anybody's abuse, be it if it's physical or if it is verbal. And I'm going to keep stating that. The verbal abuse is when you don't want to stand up and you lose all confidence in your life. You lose all the things that you want to do. People will always tell you what you can and cannot do. And they say it in such ways that you start believing them and it becomes so hurtful because you wanted that thing bad enough, but you actually start believing someone else's lie, their truth of you, not your own truth. You believe that you can't stand up, that you running, you don't have time to take care of yourself, that you're taking care of other people and you're constantly taking care of other people and you're doing for everyone other than yourself because people tell you you're no good. You're low down. You stink. I don't like the way that you wear your hair. I don't like the way that you do this. You're not washing you know, these dishes. You're not cleaning up the kitchen. You're nasty. You just do this all the time. And yet you may be the most efficient person, but if someone keeps dragging your name into the mud, you tend to stay there and waddle in that mud. You don't want to stand up for yourself. And I know that it's hard because it's years of that mental abuse that has gotten you to a part that everything that you've ever wanted has gone to waste and you start regretting some of your life or you started believing their lies. 
If you're not going to report these crimes to the police, I still say journal them. You need to have a way to come back and gather your strength. You have to see the things that have happened in your life and recognize them as to be truths, not lies. People want excuse me, people want you to believe that it's a major lie that you can accomplish anything that you've ever wanted in life. You start believing that you won't be able to do it, but you can. You just have to face your truths and not lie to yourself, not fall into that abuser. Yes, it's hard to leave someone who has abused you for a long length of time, but you have to get on the road of recovery by doing something. If you see a counselor, you go to a hospital and talk to someone. You talk with your best friend who is going to help you. You know who you can put confidence in, even if it's your pastor at church or just a total stranger. People will give you better advice. Stop taking the abuse that is not deserving of you. Stop taking the abuse that you think that is deserving of you. You have to step further. You have to start believing in yourself. And it's a hard road, but step by step. I had an opportunity to be an author, co-author, with a couple people in a book called Empowering Women to Succeed. And they told their stories about the abuse and about the things that happened to them. And it's amazing when you start your path of healing, what you need to do in order to start. The first step is to believe in yourself and begin one step at a time. You're not going to do something overnight. It was years of abuse that got you there. It may be months of change, but the change starts with you. So whatever that you're doing, and don't stop at someone else's belief of you, you have to step up and step out. Find things for you. Get into certain groups that are going to help you build on your personal development, your personal growth to help change your mindset. You have to be stronger person. No matter how hard it is, it is you are worth that person to step up and do something more for yourself. There are a lot of people who have gone through what you have. You're never the only one. You're just the one that you can pay attention to now. What advice would you give to the person? And that's really the question I actually have for you. What advice would you give to someone who has gone through the same pains, the same agonies, the same things that you believe that you have gone through? How would you advise them? The reason that I ask that question, because I want you to comment, comment to me, comment on this podcast and tell me, how would you advise a person who has gone through the same pains that you have in abuse, be it if it was sexual abuse, be it if it was physical abuse, be it if it was mental abuse. People who don't think that they can achieve anything tend to jump down on the spirits of people who believe they can, but they do it so hard and so much energy and they do it with zest and they do it with joy, but they want to see you be condemned to the hell in which they're living in. You don't need to go through that. So how would you tell that person? What are some of the things that you would advise them to do? And I would be interested in seeing what you would say, because it's special to me for you to break out of those habits 
Because if you're physically, if you are the person who is physically hurting someone and you know you are, you need to get that help. Because that person who is going against you is thinking of a way to hurt you. They may not be able to do it today. They may not be able to do it tomorrow. But that pain and that fear builds up till you leave them no choice. If you are the verbal abuser, imagine when you can stop bullying them and they start taking that verbal abuse out on you and telling you that you're the same person that is no good, that you can't amount to anything. Schooling wouldn't help you. You don't wear the right clothes. You don't take the right baths. Your breath stinks. Those are abuses that people love to give someone. For no particular reason. And you don't have to take that from or to anyone. You can stand up, but it's hard. It is hard, but you are worth that person in going through these steps. You are very much worth it. Call the abuse hotlines. Call a counselor. Call your best friend because your best friend automatically knows. If they know you, they automatically know that you're going through something. They can tell by how you've pulled back, pulled away, that you don't go out. You don't do the same thing. You don't have that same spark in your step. You're not smiling. You're trying to hold back. You can change your face, but people who know you see right through the lie. They're just waiting for you to get some help. They don't want to be the person who loses their friend for helping their friend. But sometimes that friendship may cost you that friend. That friend may have to step in to be nosy, to tell your story and get away from you. But in the long run, you will love him for it. So this is Officer Bailey, Officer B with Unlimited Boundaries. I thank you for coming on. Please leave me a comment. Please share. Please let someone know how you are, where you are and how to help someone. It's okay if you help one another. So until the next time, I want you to be fantastic, stay brilliant And bye-bye for now.